Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I don't know which microphone I'm in. Am I on this one, that one, or this one? Or was it the other one? Uh, 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 oh, oh, I found it, I found it. Hello, everybody, can you hear me out there? Okay, this is uh, Yossi for Rabbi Yitzhak You know, we're on here for story time, or story hour with Rabbi Yitzhak and... And a sidekick, Yossi. Oh, yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, 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 yes. And if you want to listen to us, we're on chamberradio.com. And you can listen to us on the telephone, 712-432-4217. Or you can listen to us live and archives at 718-506-9099. How did I do, Rabbi Earps? That was very good. Excellent. Now it's my turn. Okay, and as you know, Jamie Radio can use all the nations that we can. And you can definitely count it as MISA because... It is a uh, worthy cause. And uh, so if you want to send donations to JWIT Radio, it's JWIT Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That number again, that address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. And now... And now I'll tell you what's next. Okay, if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for storytelling engagements... And, oh, well, I should tell them about the summertime, you know, because uh, Baruch Hashem, you know, uh, uh, so far I'm probably going to go up to do some camps and bungalows uh, for one week. And may- maybe I have to go another week, you know, because Baruch Hashem calls are coming in. I, I hope people don't wait till the last minute and then suddenly say, oh, I wanted that date. Well, it's too late, you know, don't wait till the last minute. So if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling engagements, whether it be for a simcha, whether it be for a day camp, or a bungalow day camp, or a sleepaway camp, uh, whatever it is, you know, whether it be storytelling or martial arts demonstrations, a brick-breaking type of demonstration with a whole bunch of other things. Uh, If you're interested in that, uh, then call 718-375-1294. That number again is 375-1294. Dialing 718 always helps first. Okay, was there anything else? Oh, yeah, and if you're interested in in buying any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs uh, and things like that, if you're interested in artwork, uh, you know, with paintings, portraits, kasubes, you know, I meant, or art lessons or martial art lessons. That's correct. If you want, uh, you know, if you'd like to take martial arts lessons, uh, qigong exercises, or you'd like to learn actual martial arts, or you'd like to learn, um, you know, energy stuff and things like that. So, of course, uh, you can call 718-375-1294. And if you're interested in any art lessons or artwork, you can call... Ah, I can do it. I can do it. 718-375-1294. That was very good. Okay, and I'd like to remind everybody again that my son's new CD called The Great Plan is available in all your local uh, forum stores, I guess. Okay, and it's uh, distributed by um, uh, Sameach, whatever, (laughs) Sameach... However they call themselves. Okay. Oh, everybody knows. That's right, Rabbi Herbs. Everybody knows. It's distributed by this. Uh, okay, you got that right. Okay, uh, now, um, are you ready for the story? Well, I guess everybody uh, has pretty much everything out there. Let's see. We covered storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we covered uh, artwork. Uh-huh. Covered art lessons. Uh-huh. Uh, we covered... Um, you know, bungalow colonies, they can't, you know, we did it all, right? Yeah. So, um, I guess we could be ready for the storytelling, right? <laughs> you got a story, actually? Well, what do you mean, actually? You don't think I came here prepared? What's the matter with you, Yassi? Have you ever known me not to be prepared? Uh, 
Uh, am I allowed to stand in on the radio? Uh, you'll see. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Anyway, so what's tonight's story called? Three Days. Oh, you need another three days to come with a story? No, no, no. The name of the story is Three Days. Uh, 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 oh, you're going to tell the story in three days? So what are you going to do now? No, 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 no. Yes, see, I am telling a story, and it's called Three Days. Oh, you're going to call in three days and let us know? Yes, see, I'm just kidding around my ass. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> so you really have a story, huh? Uh, yes. Okay. Now, uh, here we begin with a very, very interesting story, and I personally never told this story before, and this was a suggested story, but <laughs> I was so busy concentrating on the story that uh, I kind of uh, forgot who the person is that called in for this story, so you'll please be Michael me. And I'm very pleased to say and very happy to announce that Baruch Hashem, we are getting some text messages, you know, uh, if somebody wants to text in uh, some story ideas and it gets forwarded to me at 347-927-8398. Or if you just personally call me at 718-375-1294, I do listen and sometimes I do reject some stories for various different reasons, whether it be because I'm going to publish it in a book uh, or because I'm in the middle of doing it as a comic strip right now in the Flappish Jewish Journal or something to that nature. So... Uh, but I do appreciate all your suggestions, and yes, I do read every single fan letter that I get. But unfortunately, I don't always have the time to uh, answer them. So I just give a general shout-out to all those people who write to me, Mashi and all the others and everything else. You know, I definitely, definitely read every single letter because it gives me great chizik to still be on here on uh, jradio.com. And uh, on the phone line also, it gives me great pleasure to do this, and it gives me chizik to go on, especially when I hear about all the lessons that people walk away with. And I'm not just talking about children. When I hear from adults as well, it gives me tremendous, tremendous pleasure. As a matter of fact, uh, sometime after Shavuos, one of my guests will be a very special person. I'll announce it when we get closer. But I was very pleased to hear that the whole entire family sits down between 7 and 8 and Wednesday night to listen to J Radio Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak. I'm very pleased about that. And I got this little itch on my nose. Uh, yes, yeah, so stop, stop scratching it because we got to go on the, the air. And you know that we're being streamlined. You know that because people can see us on, uh, and I don't know what they call it, but when you go on the uh, kosher internet or something like that, then you could see, you know, live or whatever. Anyhow, I don't know what it's called. I'm not into these chachmas. Uh, I don't know all the terminologies. But here we go. Tonight's story is called Three Days. Uh-huh. It took you about three days to get up to that part. Uh, you see, I want to start. Oh, uh, okay. So how are you going to start it? With you sitting over there, staying over there, and not bothering. Okay. Uh, am I far enough? Yes, you're far enough. Okay. Anyways, let me tell you what happened in this particular story. Okay? Here we go. This story happened many, 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 many years ago. And this story goes back to two brothers, Chaim and Shmuel. And I'll just jot that down right over here so I don't forget their names. I know why you're doing that, because it usually says Poloni Ben Poloni. Yes, yes, that's correct. I can't go over and say Poloni Ben Poloni said this to Poloni Ben Poloni, because then everybody's going to think the story is maybe Salami and Bologna. Oh, is that the name, Salami? No, no, no. Just let me go on, please. Okay, go on, please. All right. Anyways, our story goes back a number of years ago, probably a few hundred, where there were two brothers. One was Chaim and one was Shmuel. Now, they both were wonderful people. 
They went to, the, uh, I guess, whatever you want to call it, the yeshivas or the cheders, whatever it was in those days. And they learned Torah and everything like that. And then, of course, they both got married. But Chaim, he turned out to be a very, very, very big masmid. Wow, for a second I said you were going to say he was a very big giant. Yes, he was a giant. I thought you said he was a masmid. Well, he was a giant too. How could he be a giant and a masmid at the same time? Because he was a giant in Tyra. Ah, oh, you got me there, Rabbi Yerbs. You got me, got me, got me. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Zechayim was a very big Ben Taira, and he loved to learn. And Shmuel, he learned, you know, but he saw that he wasn't such a, like, a, a big masmid compared to Chaim. And you know the old saying that, you know, you don't know if you're going to be a masmid until you try. But some people give up too easily, and therefore they don't know if they're really supposed to be a masmid. But one thing we do know, that if everybody sat and learned 24 hours a day, then who would be our butchers? Who would be our uh, bakers? And who would be our electricians? Who would be our carpenters? Now, it's possible to do both. It's very possible. And it's very possible just to do business, to do what you need, and then go continue learning the whole day. And if people have stores, they can always learn in between. There are eights for everything. But in this particular story, we are talking about two particular brothers. Chaim was the one that was a very big masmid. And Shmuel turned out to be a businessman. But you know, well, why should I tell you? Let the story unfold by itself. Hi, where is Mir? Uh, what am I going to do? Excuse me, Shmuel. Um, may, may I speak to you, Shmuel? Uh, yeah, sure. What's the problem? Uh, uh, Shmuel, uh, uh, we, we have a small, little, itty-bitty problem. Oh, yes? And what is the problem, may I ask? Uh, yeah, Shmuel. Um, 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 your brother. Yes? What about my brother? Well, I, I noticed something about your brother. What did you notice about my brother? Well, I noticed that your brother is very poor, and you're very rich. Well, uh, he chose to learn, and I do learn also, but not as much as my brother. And uh, I work for a living, and Baruch Hashem, I'm very successful. Is there anything wrong with that? Uh, no, not exactly. But I really still think that maybe, just maybe, just maybe, you should help out your brother. Hmm. I hear what you're saying. Well, let me think about it. You gotta think about helping out your brother. Well, you don't understand. My brother Chaim is a proud person. And he doesn't like to take tzedakah just like that. He feels that he has to do something for it. <laughs> so give him a job. I, I can't do that just like that. You know, I, okay. I'll think of something. Don't you worry. You're right. I should help out my brother and I'm going to think about it. Meanwhile, Chaim himself... It was a very big mass mid. Shock him out of it. Should you a cash from the buyer? Yo, this is toysis is cash. Yeah, let me see now. This could be maybe yeah. I, mean, I, I see. I, I have to talk. I have to think about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look who's coming over here. Ah, Sholem Aleichem, my dear brother Shmuel. Sholem Aleichem. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Uh, listen, Chaim, let's be honest. You know, Baruch Hashem, I'm making a living. And I want to help you. You are my brother. 
You definitely are my brother, okay? And you're my flesh and blood, and I should help you. And our parents are not living anymore. So, I mean, how are you making ends meet? How am I making ends meet? Everything's going to be good. So let me tell you some of the things that I do, all right? One of the things that I do is Azoi. I learn Taira, and once in a while I, I, I tutor somebody, I get a, uh, you know, a coin here, a coin there, race, whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, listen, the takes care of everybody, and he's watching over me, and I'm not starving. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. You know, I, I've been hearing rumors that... Uh, uh, you haven't eaten supper uh, sometimes during the week. Is that true? <laughs> That's because I get carried away with my learning and everything. And tell me, your wife gets carried away with her learning too? Uh, uh, maybe she is learning and I didn't know about it. I see. And your sons? Uh, my sons, uh, well, uh, you know, I assume that uh, they ate a lot when they were in yeshiva and everything. Yeah, including a yeshiva that makes you bring your own lunches, right? Oh, uh, I, 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 I leave that to my wife to take care of. Listen, Chaim, please, please, be honest with me. You need money. I'm more than happy to give you some money. No, 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 Chas Shalom. You know, I, 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 I do some things here and there. I learn with some people here and there, and they pay me some money. And sometimes we get over, uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, overly excited when we get, uh, you know, a little bit more than usual. But it's okay. Don't worry. And uh, is it true what I heard this past week? Come on, what did you hear this past week? Now, are you listening to Lashon Hara or something? I mean, what's the matter with you? No, 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 no. Chas for Sholem, I'm not listening to Lashon Hara. But I heard that you didn't come to buy wine this past week. So what would you make Kiddush on? <laughs> what did I make Kiddush on? What do you mean? <laughs> I make Kiddush like everybody else. On wine? I make Kiddush like everybody else. On wine? I made uh, Kiddush on Chalas. You, you know, the Halakha says you can do that. You know that. You, you understand that. Yes, I understand that. But listen, I want to help you. I have an idea. Tell you what. How about if I hire you to work for me a little bit? What do you say? Just a little bit. An hour a day. And I'll pay you. I'll give you a good salary. Oh, you mean I have to work? I see. Let me see. I'll give it one hour. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of work is it that you want me to do? Well, right now, I want you to come into one of my uh, places of business. And I want you to go over, while you're there, I want that business, I mean, you know, how should I say it? You'll, you'll prosper in your learning from the job you're doing. Uh, prosper my learning from the job I'm doing? What is it that you want? Well, I just need you to sit in the store, and one of my stores. And you're going to sit in there, and what's going to happen is like this. People are going to notice that you're dear. And then when my back is turned, when I'm dealing with another customer or something like that, you know, Lamaisa, what's going to happen is that these people are, are, are going to be very careful and not to steal behind my back. Oh, you want me to be an extra eyes. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing that I'm asking for you is that you learn Tarsha Balpeh. Literally, Balpeh. You learn Balpeh. You remember, she learned Balpeh. Oh, I see. So you want me to learn Balpeh. So this if I learn Balpeh, I'll be walking around looking with my eyes and I'll be an extra pair of eyes. Okay, then I can do. Oh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I figured out a way how to help. Now, on a first glance, this looks beautiful. It looks like a beautiful setup. But you know, sometimes when people get too involved in business and they start, uh, you know... Uh, doing more business than Taira, 
Sometimes things change. Now, let's look at Shmuel. All right, I, I got to meet this person over here. Let me see. Uh, ah, Marcos, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank the good Lord. Thank the good Lord I'm doing fine. <laughs> That's good, Marcus. So tell me, what can I do for you, Marcus? Listen, you know, I have a thing that I'd like you to do. I have a whole bunch of merchandise. And I know recently you started to dilly-dally into, I guess they call it, um, like Merchant Marine. I don't know what you call it. Uh, you, you, you bought a boat or something. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I, I bought a few boats. Yes, yes, yes. And you're going into this business of shipping things across the ocean and things like that. Oh, yes, 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 I am. I am. That's, that's 100% true. Yes, yes, yes. Well, why, why are you asking me? Because what I want from you is... I want to pay you money, and you ship my goods to different countries. I'll make arrangements, I'll give you the letters, who you have to meet there, or whatever. I see, but one second. You know, if I go with the boat, uh, you know, which I'm a reliable person, uh, Baruch Hashem, God, you know, and uh, the only thing is that when I do this stuff, though, um, there'll be nobody here to watch my place. Uh, Listen, there's a lot of money to be made. I'm going to give you, uh, you know, 10% of everything that I make, and maybe more, 20% sometimes. You know, you can make a lot of money over here, you understand? Uh, yes, yes, I understand. Uh, 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 um, when do you need to know an answer? <laughs> as soon as you can. Otherwise, I'll have to look somewhere else. Now, I've been doing business with you locally before, and that's why I trust you. So what do you say? Uh, what do I say? Uh... Let me think about this. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. I can be rich and richer. Hmm. Aha. But how can I be at two places at the same time? <laughs> Wait a second. Of course, I just thought of it. Why didn't I think of this before? Of course. I'm going to use my brother. Sure. Chaim. Aha. Uh-huh. He's not going to do it for nothing. Uh, let, me, let me hurry up to Chaim. <laughs> oh, I haven't run in a long time. Okay. Uh. Hello, uh, hi, um, uh, one second, I'm coming, just a minute, let me get, let me get the door. Oh, hi, Shmuley, how are you, how are you? Uh, just eating supper, would you like some supper? No, 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 it's quite all right, I don't need to take away your supper. Oh, you're not taking away our supper? <laughs> we have to have a supper first in order to take it away. <laughs> oh, never mind, that little joke, okay, go ahead, uh, so what, 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 what's going on here? What, 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 what's the special visit? You don't usually uh, visit me at supper time, so what can I do for you? Chaim, Chaim, Chaim. Listen to me very carefully. I have a business proposition for you. You have a business proposition for me? For me, little old me? <laughs> what, what kind of proposition? What are you talking about? You know, because, you know, we have a deal. I come in for about an hour, and Baruch Hashem, I, I, I had supper at least twice this week, you know. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you'd like to do two hours. No, 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 I, I don't know. It's too much time away from my learning and everything. And I'm, I'm satisfied. Look, I, I, I don't look like I'm too skinny, do I? I mean, uh, do I look too skinny? Listen, listen, I have an idea for you. Here's what I want you to do. Okay, listen. Once a month, you're going to travel across the ocean for me. And it's not a problem for learning. What are you talking about? I'm going to be away for a month? How can it be? First of all, let's look at the bright side. You're going to make a lot of money. Me? How am I going to make a lot of money? What are you talking about? Listen to me very carefully. You are going to make a lot of money. Because, you see, I'm going to pay you. 
for 24 hours of work. Of course, Shabbos, I won't pay you, of course, because, you know, you can't work on Shabbos. But basically, I'm going to pay you like, like you're working 24 hours a day because you're going away on a boat. And I'm going to pay you a high salary because you have to be the supervisor of the crew. And you have to make sure that all the merchandise that I have here is going to make it over there. Do you think you can do that? I could do that. But, but so much learning is going to be mavantle and everything. Listen, while you're on the boat, you could sit and learn. Uh, the captain that I'm appointing to, 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 uh, to steer the boat, to navigate that, uh, he knows what he's doing, and he's going to go all the way wherever he has to go. And then you just have to get off the boat when they unload, meet the person that you're supposed to meet, and show the documents, and then you transfer the money to you and everything like that. And the sailors that we have, they're going to protect you. So what's the big deal? No big deal, right? <laughs> you know, simple as all that. What do you say? Uh, and you'll be able to eat supper every night. But, but, but while I'm away, how is my family going to eat? I'm going to give you an advance payment. Oh, very, very interesting. And then with this money, maybe maybe I could buy a new dress for my wife. And maybe for my daughter. Yeah. And maybe I could put away money when, when, when a casa comes around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I like this idea very much, you know? It's not a bad idea. I really like it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let me speak to my wife about it, okay? Okay, Shandala, uh, um, Shandala. Uh, were you overhearing? I mean, were you listening? I has for sholom. I would not be listening. How do you? I, I don't pay attention to conversation that don't belong to me. You know that. Uh, I, I just figured, you know, I, uh, it's every now and then it's good to give chizik to know that mamish there are people that the mamish uh, hold on how long is the way it's supposed to be. Anyways, oh, okay. So um, my brother was talking about. Yes, I know. He was talking about maybe. Um, Oh, uh, you know, like, uh, you should go away for over the seas or something like that. Um, uh, you weren't paying attention, were you, before? Of course not. Uh, it's just one look in your eyes and your brother's eyes and everything. I figured it out. Uh, you, you, you figured it out. Okay, okay, first time. Okay, okay, no problem. No, no, no. I'm not going to make a big fuss over this. It's not worth it. Okay, so you ask him that I should do this. Yes, 100%. All right. <laughs> we'll make 100% profit. Yeah, okay, very good, very good. And so what happened was is that Shmuel increased his business. And he hired Chaim, who was a big, big masmid, to ride along inside the boat. And he would go with the ship, and they would set sail. And they would go from one place to the next. And wherever they went to sail, they went. And they dropped off the merchandise. And they were doing very good business. But there was something that Chaim was very naive about. Now Shmuel knew the dangers of the ocean. So let's go now to Shmuel. Wow, you're dancing back and forth, Robert Yerbs. How come? It's a very long story, so I have to shorten some pieces, okay? Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, now we're going to Shmuel. Uh, very interesting what's going on here. Let me think about this. The next place we're going, I stand to make a fortune. Wow, if this business deal goes through, who knows? I may be able to make such a fortune that I can become... Not just uh, the millionaire that I am now. I can become even richer. Maybe I can buy a whole city for myself. Yeah. Then I'll be able to collect taxes, own the businesses, and I'll be even more richer. Hmm. 
Sounds very interesting. You know, but this next place passes by a section of the ocean where it's known that there are pirates around there. I wonder. Hmm. Maybe I should send someone else on this one. No, 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 no. I can't. There's so much merchandise there. And what happens? Just what happens? If by chance I hire somebody in the last minute and he turns out to be a thief and he hijacks my boat or he, you know, mutiny, I don't know, uh, that could be a problem. So let me think about this for a minute. Hmm. Nope, nope. There's no choice. I have to use Chaim. But now the Shaila is, should I forewarn my brother? You know what? Listen, what's the worst that the pirates will do? They'll kill people. No, I don't think so. They'd rather, instead of killing, they'd rather sell people as slaves. So let's look at the worst scenario. Let's say pirates attack the boat. They capture my brother. And they send him off to work someplace else. They send him as a slave. And maybe it'll be years before he comes back home. But in the meantime, he's got a family. So what should I do with his family? Lamaisa, what I could do is I'll take care of his family. Yeah, sure, no problem. It's worth a sacrifice. You know, sometimes in business, you gotta make a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should ask a Shaila of Adas Tair on this. Hmm. No, 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 no. You know, the people do this all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna ask a Shaila. No, no, no. I'm gonna do it. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. And so, unfortunately, Shmuel decided to send Chaim. And Chaim was getting ready. All right, Lamaisa, I'm getting ready over here. I got all my stuff ready. Yes, indeed. Baruch Hashem. I packed my stuff and I got everything that I need. <coughs> Excuse me, pardon me. Um, uh, I think I got everything. So, pardon me, it's a little dusty here, you know. <coughs> so, um, um, let's see, I got everything. So now, what else is there left? Okay, uh, uh, say bye-bye to my family. Bye-bye, Kindler. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, my dear husband, Chaimo. <laughs> sure. Okay, Shadel, don't worry. I'll be back. Just like I always am. Just go, I'll be, be, you know, gone for a month, you know. I travel for a month, and I, I stay here for a month. But, you know, mom is the greatest thing. You know, I'm mamish. I learn so much. Canine hara poo poo poo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's gimali, gimali, gimali. It's, the learning that I'm getting is, like, unreal, unreal. I'm telling you, because there's nobody to bother me over the seas, you know, and, 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 the, and you know, the captain knows what he has to do, and, you know, I mean, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, um, now, uh, is there anything special about this particular trip that I'm doing, Shmuley? Is there anything special that I should know? Uh, well, actually, uh, yeah, it's very expensive uh, stuff on here. It's a lot of very expensive stuff on here. A lot of, uh... I know, I got the picture. Expensive merchandise, okay, you know, so I'm going to be bringing back a lot of money, but we have the sailors here, Kanai Nahara, poo-poo-poo, yeah, Boko Shem, and uh, everything fine. Routine, routine run, right? I don't know. Should I tell him about the pirates or not? I don't know. It's my brother, but such a business deal. You know, what are the chances? You know, besides, he's a big Talmud Chacham. He probably has schusim to protect him. Sure, I'm, I'm positive. He definitely has schusim to protect him. Yes, 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 yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to tell him. Okay. Uh, so you're going to go, right? Uh, okay. Leave as soon as possible. 
Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I know all the halachas about, you know, uh, I learned it like uh, back and forth, you know, about when you're on a boat over Shabbos. I know all these halachas. Don't worry. I, I studied them very clear. Don't worry. Okay. Zaykesun, then I'll see you about a month. Yes, yes, Bezra Hashem. See you in a month. Okay. Atzlacha Rabba. Atzlacha Rabba. Bye. And as usual, take care of my family. Oh, yes. Don't worry about it. I'll take care. And so, sure enough. He was out in that boat, out in the middle of the ocean, and his brother Shmuley did not tell him. The greed to become richer overrode the fact that he put his own brother's life in danger. And true that a Talmud Chochem, who is mamish a real true Ben Teira, has schusim, can have protection. But you know, you're not supposed to test the Kaddish Baruch for example, when Avram Avinu jumped into Kifshana Eish, when he jumped into the fiery furnaces, uh, furnace, I should say, and when he was put in it, I should say, or slung in it, whatever way, whichever shot you want to follow. But one thing I can tell you, he didn't go into that fiery furnace with the intention that he was going to survive. He was ready. He was ready to die. Al-Kiddush Hashem. He definitely was. But Hashem performed a miracle. Now, it was wrong for Shmuel to go over and assume for a moment even for a small moment, that his brother Chaim has schusim to protect him. That was wrong for him to do. You can't tell HaKadosh Baruch when to use the schusim or not. But anyways, so much for the sidebar. And now back into the story. At last I got the toysus. I understand it's gewaldic. Mamish, I understand the re. And the other toysus, I understand the rabbinu. This is gewaldic, mamish, mamish, mamish. Let me see. I have to walk out on the boat, dock, you know, whatever they call the deck. You think by now I know all the fancy terms, but I don't. But all right. I'm so happy. I know the Peshat now, finally, for this particular... I've been for years trying... Every time I has it over, I was trying, I trying, trying, but now I got it. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Oh, 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 what, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain, you, you come to see me? Yes, sir, I gotta talk to you. Very, very important. Uh, yes, 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 yes. What is it? What, what's, what's important? What, what, what's, what's wrong? Is there something wrong? Uh, yes. Oh, is there a storm coming? Well, we've been through a storm before. I mean, so it's going to be thunder, lightning, and, 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 you know, I mean, we can do this. Sir, um, I don't know if your brother told you or not, but, um, we're passing a very bad territory. Uh, what, what, what do you mean a bad, bad territory? I mean, I mean, we're in international waters, aren't we? Uh, yes, that doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't matter? I, I'm not sure I understand what you're talking about. It doesn't matter about what? What, what, what are you talking about? First of all, it doesn't pay to get excited. So let me tell you exactly like it is, okay? Uh, there's no other way for me to tell it to you, so I'm going to tell it like it is. All right, so tell it like it is. Tell, tell me what, what, what is it. Well, uh, it just so happens to be that uh, we're going to dangerous territories, and there's a chance that we may... Oh, run into a storm. More storms than usual? Okay, I understand. We're in a hurricane front or a tornado front or whatever it is. I understand. Oh, uh, Chaim, let me tell you like this. There is, um, how should I put it? There is an area that is um, uh, infested. Oh, buggies, uh, mice? You mean, well, but mice can't walk in the water. I don't understand. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to be blunt with you. We're going to an area there where we could be attacked by pirates. We may be attacked by pirates? Oh, 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 Oh,
Well, we have some weapons of some sort, but I don't think we're equipped to be able to tackle, you know, so many pirates. I mean, there's pirates, and then there's pirates. Oh, I, I, I see. Oh, 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 wow. I don't know what to do. I mean, Lamaisa Lachoyma, I hear what you're saying. I hear the word, um, you know, but, 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 but my brother protected the ship. I mean, do we have cannons over here? Oh, uh, yes, we have some cannons over here, but, <coughs> uh, how should I tell you? It all really depends on how big the, the, um... Uh, the pirate ship is. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be misbelled to accomplish Borghu that everything should be all right. The Misata the Shmaya, we're going to be okay, okay? That's all this. Okay, and then you come down and you'll tell me. Right now I'm going to be downstairs and I'm going to be misbelled. I'm going to learn. I'm going to say to him. And then a Kaddish Boker should just give us Mamisha protection, okay? Okay, fine, fine. And you'll, you'll tell me when we clear the pirate area. All right, whatever you say, sir. Um, okay, not a problem. Sir, what are we going to do? Uh, did you tell him about the pirates? Yes, he doesn't seem to be worried. He's going to go down there and he's going to pray now. All right, so um, just keep your eyes open and... Uh, Let's pray that we have a smooth sailing journey and we don't meet any pirates. That's what we got to do. We've got to watch and make sure that we don't get to any pirates. But unfortunately, this would not be a great story if we didn't have some pirates coming in. So the pirates were looking from their boat. <laughs> Give me that periscope or a telescope or a... Or a Oh, sir, you would like a, a telescope? Here you go, sir. Here, here, here. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, let me open up this telescope. <laughs> oh, there's a boat over there, merchant boat. Let me focus in a little bit better. Wow! Oh, for the size of that boat, it's got a lot of merchandise on there. Oh, there's the captain. He's pacing back and forth. Wow, just a good, strong uh, uh, telescope. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll invent binoculars so you can see with both eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, look at that What I see. It. Unbelievable. <gasps> he's nervous over there, that captain. He's pacing back and forth. That means there must be valuables. What's such sail towards that boat? Oh, boy. I just really hope that we don't get any pirates. Okay, I hope, I hope, I hope. No pirates, no pirates, no pirates. Uh, you do your praying down there, uh, Rabbi Chaim. You just do your praying. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, what are we going to do? Sir, but I uh, point to you, uh, there's a boat coming our direction. A boat coming our direction? And which boat is that? It's not ours, sir, because we're already here. Uh, it's it's a, a boat that has a flag on it. All right, what kind of flag is it? You know, the one that has the skull and the crossbones, you know? The one that belongs to pirates. And in short, sir, pirates are coming! Pirates are coming! The pirates are coming! Pirates are coming! Pirates are coming! Pirates are coming! I share how my voice. You keep praying! And suddenly the pirate ship was so close that you could hear... The voice of the captain. Ahoy there! Now you listen to me over there. I'm going to blow you out of the water unless you surrender your ship. Well, we're not afraid of you. We have weapons here, too. You try to attack us, and we'll fight back. <laughs> we'll see how well you fight back. All right. Blow them away. Piece by piece. Start with that upper sail over there. Knock off that mast over there. 
Yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, prepare to fire. Uh, knock that off. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I can knock it off. <laughs> okay. We knock it off. Light the cannon. <laughs> and the cannon roared. And that cannonball went flying across the water. And it hit that sail with the big mass and knocked it off. Oh boy, this doesn't look good. Fire! Oh, yes, sir, we're gonna fire, all right. And there was a battle going on back and forth. You could hear the cannons roaring. And as the pirate ship got a little bit closer, you even heard the muskets going off. And then finally, the outgunned, outnumbered sailors surrendered to the pirates. <laughs> I must say, I must say. <laughs> I got my hands a little bit dirty from gunpowder. <laughs> you didn't put up a good fight. <laughs> but now my men will board the ship. Let's take everything. And sure enough, they boarded the ship. And they took everything inside that was valuable. And this shipment on this boat this time was very, very valuable. And he took so much things. It was an amazing amount of merchandise that he took with them. And then one of them said, Sir, what are we going to do with the people? Maybe, maybe we should just kill them and feed them to the sharks. <laughs> what? That's valuable merchandise. Most of these people are young enough to work as slaves. We'll sell them in the marketplace to the nearest place we go. Okay, switch the flags around. <laughs> so nobody realized that we're a pirate ship again. And we'll sell the slaves. And sure enough, as they passed port after port, after seaport after seaport, they started to sell all of the different people that they captured and sold them as slaves. And in one particular country, which the safer, where I checked out, does not seem to say what country it was. All it says, it was by a powerful, powerful king. And this powerful king had a, a very interesting advisor. And his name was Crows. Yes, Crows. That was his name. Crows. Very interesting name, but that was the name. Anyhow, so let's go over there. All right, let me see now. Let me see. May you have some slaves over here to sell. Very interesting. Yes, yes, yes. I'd like to buy some slaves. Yes, yes, yes. Let me see now. Oh, that one over there. He looks very dignified, very smart person. I'll take him. How much? <laughs> that one over there. <laughs> You're talking about that one? <laughs> 500 gold pieces. Oh. I'll give you 450. What do you say? All right. 450, since you buy many times from me. All right, 450. He's yours. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, boy, she did a good job. Thank you. Uh, now we go back now because I think we sold all the slaves. Oh, yes, quite so. <laughs> Have a good day and enjoy your trip here. All right, now, uh, what is your name? <laughs> My name, my name is Chaim. 
I'm a Yid, and you know, there's a mitzvah pigeon shivuyan, you know, that you're supposed to redeem, um, you know, people that are, that are captured, and since I'm a captured person, because they captured me, and I have a family back home, and Lamaisi you want to do the right thing, and, and it was so nice of you, so you find the Jewish community, and the Jewish community will pay you the money that you put up for me, and they'll do the mitzvah pigeon shivuyan, and you'll do a good deed, and you'll be counted as a righteous person by Hashem, by God. What do you say to that, huh? Huh? It's a very good idea. No? What do you say? I say you're out of your mind. I bought you for a slave, and you're going to be my slave. Now I want you to be my shepherd, and you're going to do a good job. <laughs> and what, what do you do for a living, by the way? Me? I'm an advisor. But I still need sheep and cattle to take care of things, you know. I have businesses to run. But I'm an advisor for the king, so don't try any things over here because it won't be good for you. <laughs> sure, sure. Whatever you say. Lemaisa, okay. You know, Smamish comes a little because Lemaisa being a shepherd means, you know, I could sit in the field and I could still continue to learn. My face is near, but what about my family? I mean, well, my brother probably Shmuel will find out somehow. And sure enough, Shmuel did find out. Oh boy, oh boy. I just received a letter. A letter managed to get through to me. Uh, I was wondering why I didn't hear for a couple of months. <laughs> Where is my husband? He's usually back after a month. All right, all right. Uh, I don't have any other way to say it. Uh, the last shipment was attacked by pirates and... Uh, your husband is all right, as far as I know. Uh, I just don't know where he is, and uh, he was sold as a slave, okay? Ivaez me, what are we going to do? Oh, me, I have a daughter that's going to get ready to get married soon. What are we going to do? Don't, don't worry, I'll take care. I'll, I, I said to your brother, uh, my, my brother, I mean your husband, I mean, uh, I, I don't, please, don't, don't make me panic. It's my brother, and, 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 and I know it's your husband, and I really care about him. And I, 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 I. I really, I really, I really muffed it this time. Oh, boy. Uh, what a thing that I did. I put my brother in Sakana because I wanted all that money. Now I lost all that money. Now my chance of buying a city is null and void. But I still have riches. But I still got to take care of my, my brother's family. I just hope my brother's all right. I, I hope his husband will protect him. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why this happened. I just don't. Of course he doesn't understand. Because he's no gay bedaver. His greed took over. But meantime, let's go back to Chaim. As we're running out of time, we got to cut out some little pieces, or spaces, as they say, in the story, and condense it and push, 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 push things a little bit closer. All right, Lemaisa, I'm, I'm, I'm take care of the sheep. Hello, chefs. <laughs> Wow, you guys sing such nice Zemiras together. Anyways, Lamaisa, I hope you don't mind if I'm learning here. Um, you know, they took away my Sforim, so I'm going to learn as best as I can about Pat. But Baruch Hashem, they didn't take my Tulum pouch and my Talos. <laughs> I had that hooked around here, hidden under my shirt in the back and the jacket. You know, it's, it's Baruch Hashem, I have that. I don't have Sforim, so I'll have to learn everything that I remember about Pat. But Baruch Hashem, it's a lot of stuff that I know. All right, you know, but you see, it pays to learn so much because if you learn so many times, you eventually begin to know about Pat. And each time you learn, you get to know it even better, you know, Lamaisa. And so he was there for over a year. Meantime, some of the other advisors that were from the king started to become a little jealous. You know, I was just thinking to myself, did you ever notice that what Crows does? Did you ever notice what he does? Yeah, I notice exactly what he does. What he does is wrong. He does something terribly wrong. 
she does something very wrong. Hello, I think he does something purposely wrong. He likes all the honor for himself, so you know what he does. He goes over and he claims that it's his advice, and he passes it over to us, and then we agree to it, and by the time we come, all of a sudden, he takes the credit, and the king thinks he's the best, and the king gives him so much honor. I think we should do something about it. Yes, I agree with him. What do you want to do? Uh, let's go to the king. Uh, you're a very good spokesman. You'll be the spokesman for us. Come, let's go. And so the advisors, they went over to the king. And the king was there in his big chambers on the throne. And these advisors came. Your majesty, your majesty, uh, with uh, all humbleness, I come here to see you uh, special. I represent all the other advisors except for crows. Really? So now then tell me, where is Crows? Crows is my head advisor. He's the smartest one among you. But don't worry, I don't hold that against you people. I understand that wisdom is given by God. I'm a true believer, don't you worry. But I know that you help stimulate his mind to think of all these great ideas when I need them. So uh, I still hold you people. So what is your problem? Well, sir, we'd like to know why. It seems to be that you uh, seem to... Um um, how should I say? Uh, you tell him. All right, I'll tell him. It's very simple, Your Majesty. Why do you think that Crows is so special? He's really not, you know. It's our ideas, but before we get a chance to go to you, uh, he runs ahead of us, and then he tells you he has an idea, and we all voted to agree. That's what he does. <laughs> That's exactly what he does. <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to believe that? Yes, sir. It's true. You'll have to prove it to me. Majesty, may I have a word with you? As one of your top advisors, um, I, I suggest something very interesting. How about you put a test? Go ahead, test each one of us privately, separately. Go ahead, ask us questions, whatever you want. And then after that, go over and check with Crows. Ask him stuff and see what he can answer. What do you say? Hmm. Very interesting. I like that idea. So first he asked some particular questions, and he began to realize that each one of his advisors would talk very smart. And then he said, hmm. What happens if they are correct? Hmm. And Crows is stealing their credit. I should have an advisor like this? No way. Let me see what I'm going to do. Hmm. Let's see. Ah, I got it. I'm going to call him over. Send for Crows immediately. Uh, yes, sir. What is it, sir? <laughs> I'm here at your service. What is it that I can do for you, sir? Well, listen to me. I have something very important, a big secret, and I need to learn the truth about three questions. And I know that you're my most trusted advisor, and I don't want you to go and tell this to any of the other advisors. I just want you, because you're the smartest one among them, aren't you? Aren't you? Oh, yes, indeed. I am the smartest one among them. Yes, 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 yes. So why? What's the problem? <laughs> What's the problem? This is what I want from you. I'm going to ask you three questions. 
and I need to know the answer. I need to know the truth about this. Do you understand? Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, but, 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 but what is it? All right. My first question to you is, where does the sun rise? Tell me where it rises. Hmm, interesting. Um, I'm not where it rises. I'm gonna, I'm just thinking. That's one of the easier questions. Now listen to what the next question is. Yes, yes, of course. What is the next question? Next question, Crows, is how far is it from the sky to the earth? How am I supposed to know that? I'm no kind of ruler that measures from the sky down to the earth. How am I supposed to do that? Oh, these are tough questions. Oh, dear me, oh, my. Oh, my goodness gracious. I can imagine each question is harder than the first. Well, they're very interesting questions indeed. And for the third question, I need to know if it's possible to do this. Tell me what I am thinking right now. I'm supposed to do that. I'm not inside his head. Oh, dear me, oh, my. Oh, my God. I can't be inside his head. Oh, dear me. Terrible, you know. How am I going to do this? Well, do you have the answers? Now, you're my top advisor, and I trusted you with these three questions. You must give me an answer, or else off with your head. <laughs> off with your head? <laughs> um, don't worry, sir. Um, um, I'll, I'll have an answer, but you know these are tough questions. Uh, I need three days, okay? Can, can you give me like one, two, three? Three days, okay, sir? All right. That sounds fair. I will give you three days. And I'm not sir. Oh, yes, of course. Your, your majesty. Sir. I mean, sir. I mean, your majesty. Whatever, sir. And stop being so nervous. Use your wisdom. You're supposed to be the smartest of my advisors. Oh, yes, I am. I most definitely am. Oh, dear me, oh my. Three days, I'm going to lose my head. Oh, dear, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Wait a minute. That Jew, he's a very smart man. He's always watching my sheep, and he mumbles to himself. And I thought he talks to himself, but then I, I overlistened. And he says some of his holy things. He's a very special person. He should know. He's my shepherd. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Um... Uh, let's see, it's getting hard for me to remember things, but I must hazard, I must hazard, so I shouldn't forget about Pe. Yes, uh, okay, so the mice, uh, uh, oh, oh, yes, 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 sir, well, what, what is it, what, what, what can I do for you? Well, listen to me, the king is going to have my head in three days, and you know what that means? Yeah, Lemaise, uh, it's, it's pretty posh what it means. It means that uh, you're going to lose your head in three days. I mean, if you told me you're going to lose your head, you're going to lose your head. So, this, this, you need me to explain it to you, what it means to lose your head? No, no. <laughs> I don't want to lose my head. Besides, if I lose my head, you'll lose your job. Because then my whole uh, palace and everything I own will be confiscated, taken by the king. And then who knows what the king will do? Mm. I hear. Lemaise might be better than you. <laughs> All right, uh, Lemaise, uh, uh, what's the problem? I have three questions. How am I supposed to answer them? The king said if I don't have the answers in three days, he's going to have my head. Really? Very interesting. Lemaise, what are the three questions? Oh, one is, like, where does the sun rise from? And the second is, how far is it from the sky uh, to the earth? And the third question is, what is the king thinking when I'm talking to him? Ah, very interesting. Ah, that's an easy one. Which one? The first question, right? No, they're all easy, Baruch Hashem. You learn Torah, you learn a lot. All right, so Lemaise, um... I can, I can help you, but you see, um, to explain it to you, it, it probably just wouldn't go into your head completely. 
Um, maybe this is the opportunity that Hashem has given me that I should be able to have my freedom. And who knows, my daughter is old enough to get married. Will I get back in time for her husband or not? Mm, I gotta see. Don't mind me, my, my head was uh, fatracked a bit. Your head was what? I was in deep thought. I was deep thought. Uh, sir, a little nice. Let me tell you what it is. You see, what I think is like this. I the first two questions are very easy to answer, but the third one, the third one, uh, it, it's easy for me to answer. But but I I need to trick the king to be able to say what he's thinking about. I don't get it. It's very simple. I need to wear your clothing in three days. You understand? Your fancy schmancy clothing, and I have to dress up like you. And I'll put your hat down over my eyes like this, so this way it'll be harder for him to tell if it's me or you. You understand? And then um, I'll be wearing your fancy clothing, and because I, I have a, you know, hate to say it, a best of the cup for the. I, what did you say? I, I mean, I know the answer, so I'm gonna, you know, speak it over. And I'll say the answer, so this way you don't have to worry with your little head, you know what I mean? And then, um, 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 then uh, when, when I give the answers and everything is good, then I'll come back and everything will be fine. But in the meantime, uh, uh, you know, you don't want your sheep to wander around, so you wear the shepherd clothing. Uh, okay, fine, no problem. Just, just save me. I, I'd rather do shepherd work than, 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 than to lose my head. And so, sure enough, they traded clothing. And he came to the king after three days, dressed up. That is, Chaim came dressed up. Let me see. Wait a minute. I could do it like uh, I could do it just like he does, like Yaakov uh, Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, your Majesty, I'm here to give you your answers. Hmm. Very, very interesting. He's dressed exactly like my advisor Crows, but yet he doesn't sound like him. I don't know. Hmm. All right. What's the answer to my first question? Where does the sun rise? Well, that's very easy. Baruch Hashem, I know this. You know, we learn Torah and everything. The sun rises from the east and it sets in the west. Hmm. Very interesting. And my second question. Oh, the sky. The distance from the sky to the earth. That's also a simple one. All right. Give me the answer. An answer that I should be satisfied with. Very good. The distance from the sky to the earth is the same distance as the earth to the sky. Hmm. I can't argue with that. That's a very clever answer. All right. Now, tell me what I am thinking about right now at this very moment. Well, that's also Baruch Hashem easy. Oh, but... Never mind. Thank God it's very easy. Um, you're thinking about that I look like your um, uh, um, uh, 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 advisor, Crows, but I'm not. That's true. It's exactly what I'm thinking, that you look like my advisor because you're dressed like him, but you're not. <laughs> That's right. See, I answered all your questions. Well, who are you? And he took off the hat, and he saw it wasn't crows, and he told of the whole story. And the king was so happy, and he saw that the other advisors were right. So what he did was, he took the other advisors, rose them in position, he gave them a higher position, and he assigned crows to be the official, instead of chopping off his head, instead, or hanging him, he made him the official shepherd for the king. And no longer advisor. And as far as Chaim goes, because I'm running out of time, so i got to speed this part up. I never told the story before yet. Chaim was released as a uh, wish granted to him by the king, and he was sent back home, and he came just in time to make a chasna for his wonderful daughter. Wow, you really condensed that long story. I bet you could probably go for two hours with a story like that. 
probably can, but this is the very first time I tried it. Somebody suggested it, and I uh, had no idea how long it was going to be, but uh, I guess, you know, now I have a better idea. Okay, uh, do we have any time? We could take a few short phone calls. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Chaim Wickler. Chaim Wickler. Okay, you call a lot. Maybe we should have you down here by the studio one time as a guest. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? There was a lot of them I in there. I wrote down 18 of them. 18? You wrote down 18 lessons? Wow. Okay. Can I, let's, can I say all of them? Yep, if you say it real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Number one, it's a mitzvah to learn terror. Number two, don't speak us Number three, it's a mitzvah to have pranasa. Number four, Chaim didn't give up two hours from his learning, and he only gave up one and just for pranasa. So it's a Number five, it's a mitzvah to give people pranas. Number six, you shouldn't listen to other people's conversations. Number seven, consult with other people before making decisions. Number eight, it's a mitzvah not to steal. Number nine, don't be what I can't read whatever I'll say <laughs> the next. I, I certainly can't. Oh yeah, I, don't yeah, don't yeah. be irresponsible. Right. Number ten, don't leave without bidding farewell to the people that you know. Number eleven. It's a mitzvah to die al Kiddush Hashem. Number 12, warn people before danger happens. Number 13, don't be bad and don't kidnap people. Number 14, don't overcharge. Number 15, it's a mitzvah to free captives. Number 16, try to learn, even if you don't have svar. Number 17, don't be jealous. And number 18, trust in Hashem. Wow, you really listened. You took good notes. Excellent, beautiful, very well said. You definitely have to come to the studio one time. So make sure that you uh, uh, call my number and then we'll try to make some arrangements. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, do we have time for any more? Another one. Okay, one more. Okay, let's see if you're the lucky one in. Can you top that? <laughs> okay, well, Okay. at least come close. No, oh, you don't have to say 18. You can say 25. No, okay, I'm just kidding. I, okay. I get a lot of lessons in lots of Okay, okay. Go ahead. Okay, so you shouldn't lie. Not like lie. You should say the whole story. He didn't tell his brother that. Right. I know what you mean. Don't don't tell part of a thing. Tell every part. Right. And don't put people in danger. Right. Right. Now, since he davened, I guess it saved him that the pirates didn't kill him. Right. And you, the biggest lesson I found in it was don't test Hashem. There's a lot in the story. Right. And. Um, that's it. I. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You had a few that he didn't pick up. Man, there's between. a lot more in there. Yes, of course there's there definitely more. is. Definitely is. But that's a good idea. What Wickler had. You know, take notes when you listen to the story. This way you'll remember. Okay, very good. I think that's about it. Yeah. Oh, we could take one more or not. Okay, one more. <laughs> so you got to thank Rob Nissen that he's uh, very generous tonight. Okay, so what is your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Wow, you're lucky. You said we'd take one more and you became that one. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, I learned that basically yeah, that how we see how much he loved the Tyra. And even when he was on the boat, even when he was asleep, he still in the Tyra. And you see that how the, how, how when you when shouldn't say you shouldn't, when you, when you tell the, the, you tell someone you shouldn't just tell them something and don't and don't say the very important um, things you need to know. Very good, very good, very good. I don't know if you heard me, but I think someone knocked out my microphone. The microphone got knocked out because I don't hear it. I heard him, but I don't hear me. Uh, my microphone got knocked out. Is my microphone huh? out? Oh, uh, I hear you. One second. Uh, we yeah, I hear you. 
Oh, you hear me, though? Oh, so it must have been mm-hmm. the headphone plug that knocked out. Okay, very good. Okay, so uh, that was great answers. And Bez Hashem, we'll uh, maybe get you to come down again to the studio. Okay, thank you very much. And that's all the time we have. Goodbye!